This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Brandon Leibowitz. Brandon has run and operated SEO optimizers since 2007. They're a digital marketing company that focuses on helping small and medium-sized businesses get more online traffic, which in turn converts into clients, sales, leads, and more. Thanks so much for joining me today, Brandon. Thanks for having me on today. Thrilled to have you here. I'm going to start um, with the question I ask everyone who comes on here to talk about SEO. And the question is, what is it? (laughs) What is SEO? SEO is search engine optimization, which means optimizing websites for the search engines. So when you search on Google, there's going to be ads at the top of Google, but right below the ads are the organic, the free listings. And SEO is about getting you in those free listings. So trying to avoid spending money on ads and trying to get you that free traffic that Google is willing to give out. And it's not just for Google, it's for any search engine, Bing, Yahoo, even Amazon or Yelp. They're all websites that have algorithms that you can essentially optimize for. But the the main thing really is Google, trying to get you up on Google. So can you explain some about how Google works? You know, what, what are they doing? What are they looking at and for? Yeah, Google is looking at over 200 different factors. They have a lot that goes into the algorithm and every single day it changes. So Google is trying to make it tough to do SEO. They don't want you to do SEO. They want you to spend money on paid ads, but some of the more important things. So like with SEO, it's like a puzzle. There's a lot of pieces to it, but some of the pieces are a lot bigger than others. And the more important things would be like backlinks. That's one thing that Google really, the whole algorithm started based off backlinks and it's still heavily based off backlinks today. It's, and a backlink is another website talking about you. So if you're reading an article on, let's say the New York Times and in there it mentions, or it says Brandon Leibowitz and you click on that and it goes to my website, I'd be getting a backlink from New York Times. So the more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google gives to you And then you're going to be able to rank higher on Google for your keywords. But without backlinks, it's really tough to rank on Google. Again, Google's whole algorithm really was started based off backlinks. It's changed a lot how they look at them, but it's still primarily based off backlinks. And then there's so many other little things that matter, but without backlinks, it's going to be really tough to get any trust from Google. So I have a question about backlinks. Um, 
I have heard that the backlinks, they have to be relevant. Like you can't just backlink, you know, get a backlink from any other website that there has to be some sort of something rational about it. Is that true? Yeah. So Google, their algorithm is based off backlinks and it's changed a lot how they look at them. And over the years, it used to just be the more backlinks you had, the higher you'd rank. So if I had hundred backlinks and you have 200 backlinks, you would rank higher than me. But then Google realized there's a lot of ways to game the system and people are figuring out ways to trick them. So now they're looking at quality of the backlinks, not the quantity. So the more quality backlinks you have, the more trust Google's gonna give you and they're gonna be able to rank you higher. And what is a quality backlink? Well, quality backlink to Google is a backlink from a website that, like you said, is relevant and also authoritative. So relevancy and authoritativeness are kind of the two more important aspects of the backlinks. You don't want to just be on any random site. You have to be on sites that are related to you. If you're uh, like if you're selling shoes, you want to be on other websites about fashion. It doesn't have to be about shoes, but anything somewhat related to what you're doing. So as long as it's somewhat related, that's all that matters. Like if you're selling shoes and you get a backlink from a restaurant, it seems a little off. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it might be okay. Maybe you sold shoes to the restaurant owner or something or staff their help with their staff, but the majority of the backlinks should come from relevant websites. That's really important to Google. Okay, that's great. Thank, thank you for that. Um, I have another question about reposting. So if I have a blog post on my blog, I've heard that I can repost it like on LinkedIn as an article, as long as I reference where it was originally posted with the link. Is that, does that get around the whole Google, Google, <laughs> Google problem of um, duplicate content? So whoever publishes content first, they get all the credit. So I always tell people publish it on your website first, and then you can share it anywhere else. But if you do it the other way around, then you might get hit with the penalty. So if you share it on, let's say like LinkedIn or Medium or Medium or another website, and then you post it on your own website after that, then it becomes duplicate content on your website. So the way around that is just making sure that whenever you share content that you post it first on your website, then you give it to other people. But don't take content from another website and post it on yours because that becomes duplicate content and Google will penalize you. So building low quality backlinks or having duplicate content or doing anything against Google's terms of service, then instead of ranking higher, you actually drop down in ranking. So that's where you have to be careful and just make sure you're doing everything according to what Google's looking for. Wow, that is so interesting. Thank you for that. So let's stick with the website for a minute. Um, how can listeners um, optimize their website for conversions? So that is one thing that's really important is once you get the traffic to your website, how do you convert yeah. that traffic? Right. And the way to do that is, I mean, there's a lot of different ways, but it's really just testing. There's no perfect website. So you always want to be testing landing pages, testing offers, testing out pricing, moving things around, hiding pricing. If you're a service-based business or adding it or just testing, because you never know what's going to work. But some more important things are having good content or having a lot of good information where it's called above the fold. So when you look at a website, whatever you see, that's called above the fold. Once you start scrolling down, that's below the fold. Most people don't scroll down. So you have to have all your really strong, compelling, 
information at the top, a call to action at the top, a value proposition explaining what's in it for them needs to be at the top and just making sure it looks good on mobile too, it loads quick. All that stuff comes into conversion rate optimization, but there's a lot of variables that go into it. It's really just testing because there is no perfect website or perfect template. Every audience is different. Every website is different. It's just trying to figure out what works best with your audience. Right. Thank you for that. Um, are the strategies different? Uh, the SEO strategies different for 2022 than they were like for, you know, 2021 or before that? They're always changing, but the core principles kind of remain the same for the most part. Okay. Good quality backlinks, have a good content on your website. I mean, some stuff like making sure your website loads quick on mobile or looks good on mobile, things like that also help out. But for the most part, what Google's doing is just trying to clean up spam. They're just trying to figure out ways that people have gamed the system and found loopholes to rank quicker and trying to patch those holes. So that's, you know, it still really comes down to the backlinks, having good content on your website, making sure you fill out all the technical aspects with like the keywords on your website, like the title tag or meta description or image file names, alt tags, schema, sitemap, all this technical stuff. That's also really important, but most important really are backlinks. That's really what gets that trust up from Google. So I feel like one of the things I'm hearing um, is that what's valuable is making sure you have good content and making sure that you are getting those backlinks from you know sites with authority reputable and relevant sites and and don't worry about you know like playing the game so to speak yep yep look for the quality don't just yeah. go for any website it's not the same as it used to be anymore so now it's really Quality over quantity, getting a good quality, getting a few good quality websites is going to be much better than getting a bunch of low quality, mediocre sites. Yeah. Yeah. And what about researching keywords? How would you suggest people go about that? There's a ton of different strategies for keyword research, but I always tell people like you have to use tools to check how many people search for your keyword every single month. So there's a bunch of different tools out there, free and paid tools that will show you how many people actually search for your keyword every single month? I like using the free one because it's from Google. It's called the Google Keyword Planner. So that one will show you how many people search for your keyword every single month. And that's gonna tell you, is this a good keyword? Or maybe you should use a singular or a plural or a synonym or some other variation. But the tool, essentially, you just put one or two keywords in the Google Keyword Planner. And it's gonna give you hundreds of variations of your keyword and I'll show you how many people search that keyword every single month. And that's a good starting point. It's called the Google Keyword Planner. There's paid tools. Those are all pulling data from the Google Keyword Planner and just making it look prettier and easier to digest. But it's essentially really all coming from the Google Keyword Planner, all that information. So that's a great tool. Also, you can just kind of search on Google and see who's on that first page of Google. And if they're on the first page of Google, they've definitely done some keyword research and you can look at their keywords by just looking at the blue clickable link. The blue clickable link is called the SEO title tag and that's where people would mainly put their keywords. So you can just quickly glance over there, then throw them into the, these different tools like the Google Keyword Planner to just double check and make sure people actually search for that keyword. Huh, that's interesting. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay. Um, well, while we're on there, will you talk some about the Google Search Console? That is a tool that's used for tracking. So there's Google Analytics, which is a free tool from Google that shows you how many people search for your keyword every single month. And then, I mean, not how many, it shows you how many people come to your website, where they come from. It shows you everything you want to know about your website traffic. So the Google analytics it's a free tool it's going to show you just a wealth of information the google search console is all about looking at aspects of your website related to seo so looking at how your performance is what keywords you're ranking for if there's any errors or if you've been penalized you'll find all that in the google search console which is another free tool from google so both of them i really highly 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 recommend everyone sign up for them sooner than later, start looking at all that data because it's a wealth of information there. It's kind of like data overload. There's just so much information there, but the more information you have, the more data you have, the better off you're gonna be informed and the more you're gonna be able to make statistically informed decisions about the business instead of just guessing what's working or it's not working. All the data is there for you to see. So use and take advantage of those free tools. They're gonna really help out a lot. Right, right. Let's talk a little bit about social media sites. Um, how does a, a, you know, we have small business owners listening. How do they, or what sites would you suggest that they make sure they have um, uh, profiles and exposure and content? That one just depends on who they're targeting and who okay. their audience is because you just have to be in front of your audience. You don't need to be on every platform. You just need to be where your audience is at. So try to take a step back. And if you're looking for your product or service, where would you go? Would you be going on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, or YouTube, or maybe none of those? Maybe you're not going to go on any of them. So it's just trying to figure out who your audience is and how to be in front of them at the right time, at the right moment. And sometimes it's not social media. Like for myself or like a doctor, let's say like a dentist or a lawyer, probably not going to go on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook looking for them, you might, but the majority of the people are probably gonna go on Google, find them on Google, then check them out on social media and make sure they're credible, trustworthy, they're a real business, they're legitimate, all that stuff is really like that social proof. But in terms of getting new clients, it doesn't always work, but sometimes it does. And it's just about knowing who your audience is and where they are. So just trying to figure out, do I need to be on social or maybe I should focus on something else? But Social is definitely a good way to build trust up for people. That's one really good aspect of it is putting a face behind the company. 
Yeah, I really love that though, because so many people are told they need to be everywhere, which is overwhelming. And so um, I, I really like this concept of, you know, know your audience, know where they are, know where they absorb it, the kind of information that you're going to be sharing and have a presence on the internet because, you know, you pretty much need to. But if your audience absorbs information in a different way, that's where you need to be really focusing your energy. Yes. Yeah, it's really great. Is being in front of your audience. Gotta be, and if maybe they're not on Google, maybe they're not searching. Like if you're a musician or an artist, people might not really be searching for like, like especially for musicians, they're not gonna be really searching for music on Google. So SEO doesn't always work. It's just about knowing who your audience is. When if you're a musician, you need to be on social media, SoundCloud, Spotify, all these different sites where they share music. Yeah, right. Who your audience is and where they are or restaurants gotta be on Yelp or open table, stuff like that. But also Google is important, but there's some other sites that are really, really popular for finding food and restaurants. So um, if, if people are listening and they're, want, and they're thinking, okay, well, you know what? I, I really need to hire, you know, I need to outsource this. I need to hire a company to do this for me. Are there things that you would suggest they look for in a company to make sure they're getting one that that is reputable, that is, that understands the stuff you know that that you're explaining? Because this is one of these places where I think because the listeners or you know most small business owners don't understand this, they hear all sorts of things and they don't really know how to we you know work their way through it to figure out where they should really be investing their money. So do you have, you know, like those questions people should be asking or things they should be looking for? Probably I would say just making sure they have a good reputation or looking at their actual results, what they've done for other people. So looking at case studies and things like that. But in terms of questions, I would say, ask them what type of back or what the strategy is in terms of yeah. their SEO and it should have something to do with backlinks and the backlinks you have to be careful with them because if you build the wrong type of backlinks instead of ranking higher you actually drop down in ranking so you got to make sure that they're building good quality backlinks and a quality backlink like we said earlier is a relevant website so that's one thing that's so very important is making sure that they get you on good quality sites and not just any website because in the past it was just the numbers game the more backlinks, the better off you're going to be. Now it's not a numbers game. It's a number of quality sites linking out to you. And that's so very important because without that aspect of it, or if they do it incorrectly, it's going to put you at harm and drop you down, which we don't want to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for that. That That's really helpful. And um, so if, um, you know, they're listening to this and they're hearing you, which I have to say, I'm so grateful that you spent this time with me because it you add so much clarity to it. You know, like you talk about it in a way that I think we can all understand, which takes away a lot of that mystery and frustration around it. So, you know, thanks for um, making it human, I guess I will say. It's really uh, valuable. Definitely. I've been teaching classes for like... <laughs> 
13 years or so. And <laughs> at the beginning, my class is very confusing and technical. And I realized I got to simplify it all and learned over the years how to kind of make it more digestible because SEO does get technical and there's so many aspects to it. But I realized like the more important things really are like easy, not easy, but less technical, like adding more yeah. content to your website is something that everyone could add. So going in and adding more text to every single page on your website will help out a lot. That's something that you don't need to know coding. You don't need to go in and make a change to a title tag or a meta description or a header tag or schema, all this technical stuff. You just go on each page and the more content you add to each page, the better Google's gonna be able to read that page because they can't really read images or videos yet. They're trying to, but they struggle with that. So they really rely on text. The more text you have, the easier it will be for them to read and understand what that page is about and rank you for the keywords that you want to target. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've been taking notes through this. this <laughs> that's how I know this has really <laughs> been a good one. So will you tell the listeners like how they can find you, you know, after they listen to this and they go, okay, well, this guy gets it, you know, how, how can they reach out to you? Yes, yeah, so everyone that's listening, or watching the, um, they could, um, I create a special gift for them. If they go to my website, seooptimizers.com, that's S-E-O-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com forward slash gift. They can find that gift along with my contact information and everything else there. Terrific. Thank you so much for doing that for the listeners. I, I appreciate that as I know the listeners do. And listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.